0: How many times have you said a general statement of, I just want to be a better person, I want to be a better mom, I want to be a better wife, I want to start my own business, I want to be better in my spiritual life? How many times have you made these confessions, but then fall short on seeing them come to pass? In today's episode, we're going to be talking about your personal vision statement. We're going to be talking about vision statements for the areas of your life that you say you want to grow in, whether that be financial spiritual, mental, emotional, physical, relational, all the areas of your life that you say you want growth. I'm going to show you a method that has been very useful to me and also useful to other women on how to break this thing down so you know what you need to be doing on a daily basis in order to get to the place you want to be by the end of next year. Welcome back to another episode of the Woman Intentionally Podcast. I'm your host, Whitney Kilgore, and I am super excited to talk to you guys about vision statements. Let's go. So as we start talking about vision statements and vision boards and all of these things, I want to make it clear that we are not talking about manifesting. Okay, this new age stuff talks about manifesting, which is speaking all these things into existence, saying things in the atmosphere and focusing on it so hard that it comes to pass. Right. That, That you in your mind, you make this thing come to pass. That's not what we're doing here. Okay, I just want to be clear about that. When we are doing these vision statements and making vision boards, we're simply putting our requests before God. We're taking time to think about the desires of our heart and then bringing them before God, letting him know what we would like to do. So then he can come back and say, "Okay, that's not my will for your life. Or, yes, daughter, that is my will for your life and I'm going to make this thing come to pass. The reason you need a vision statement for different areas of your life is because if you don't know where you want to go, if there isn't a destination that you know you want to go to, how do you know what you need to do in order to get there? How do you know you're on the right path, the right route in order to get there? I like to use the analogy of A roadmap and a destination. You don't just hop in your car and just start driving. When you get in your car, you have a destination in mind and then you take the proper route in order to get there. And so that's the same thing that we have to do when it comes to our life. Hey, I know I want to be a doctor. In order to be a doctor, there are certain degrees I have to get, there are certain things I need to do. So let me make sure I'm doing the right things in order to get to that destination so that I'm not wasting my time, right? So We can do that for anything in our life. You want to be a better mother, so coming up with a destination or a vision of what that looks like allows you to say, I'm kind of far from what I want to be. This is something that I can start working on on a daily basis in order to get there. All areas of your life are going to benefit from you creating this vision of who you want to become And then laying that thing before the Lord so that he can help us get there. Just so we know, planning what we want for our lives is biblical. Proverbs 19 and 21 ensures that we don't get out of control because we can make all the plans, but we won't. But at the end of the day, it's God's purpose that is going to prevail in our life. It says many are the plans of a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So I feel like God is trying to make sure that we know that. Our heart is going to want to do a lot of things, but what's important is what God wants for us to do. Before we go making all these, you know, fabulous, excellent plans of what we want to do in the world, we have to consider what God wants for us in our life. Psalms 20 and 4 says, May he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. The fact that God is trying to make our plans succeed, lets us know that we should have a plan in place. Psalms 20 and four says, may he give you the desire of your heart and make all your plans succeed. I think that's a really good reminder that God really does want our plans to succeed. If planning was not biblical, then this scripture wouldn't be there. So taking time to plan out what you want to accomplish and who you want to become and what you want to do is in line with God's words. So I just want us to be confident that God is okay with us planning. We're not manifesting. We are literally planning and creating a vision for our lives. Okay. So the last scripture is Luke 14, 28 through 30. And that says, suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you saying this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. So this can be taken either way, like it can kind of be discouraging because you like if you because if you let doubt creep in, you'll be like, there's no way I can finish it. And if I fail, people are going to laugh at me. But it is also God encouraging us to plan, to count up the cost. Like, think about what it is going to take in order for these things to come to pass. Right. You're going to make these confessions um, and set this vision that you want to see come to pass. But are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to make the sacrifice? It is going to cost you something to become this better version of yourself or to accomplish these things. And you got to count up the cost. When you are writing that vision statement out, if it's something that look like you ain't willing to sacrifice or do, scratch it on off. Okay, scratch it on off. We don't even want to be saying it when we're not going to be fully committed to it. So everything that we're writing down here, we're counting up the cost. All right. So let's get into it now. A lot of times we know where we want to go. But how do we get there is the question. And that is where the analogy about the map and the route comes into play, right? We have this destination, you want to be here. And then the roadmap, what we're going to create here today is what you need to do in order to get there. So we want to start with our vision statements. If you have not downloaded the worksheet, make sure you go ahead and download it right now um, and do this exercise when you have time. So the first thing we're going to do is start with our vision statement. Our vision statement is basically where we want to end up, where we want to go. Um, that's the destination that we're trying to get to. So a vision statement is a declaration or set of affirmations that represent a clear vision of what we want to see happen in an area of our life, right? So it's a clear picture of exactly what you want yourself to look like in this new space or this new era or or this new way of being that you are focusing on Mm -hmm. so you're going to choose an area you can choose from financial, relational, spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, professional, choose an area. When you're writing this vision statement, you want to when you're writing this vision statement, you want to make sure that you're writing in present tense, using I am statements and speaking as though you do those things right now, okay? It makes a difference. So, here's my example of a spiritual vision statement. I read and meditate on God's word daily. I enjoy waking up to pray. I have faith that moves mountains. I pray about things and wait patiently for God to answer without anxiety and frustration. People know I belong to Jesus without me saying it, and I share the gospel boldly. Now that I have this vision of who I want to become, which I love just even reading it because. I don't know, for me, that's just like, that's goals, right? And I've seen some of those things taking place in my life because I've had this vision of where I want to be. So now that I have the vision, it's time for me to create the roadmap. And here's the roadmap. Um, The roadmap is basically what you have to do. What can you do right now to start taking action on those things? So if in my vision statement, I'm saying I read my word every day, then let me see, how can I start getting to that point? I'm going to set an alarm. And I'm going to set a time and every day I'm going to do that. I may even have to put things in place like I don't get on Facebook or social media until I have read my scriptures for the day. Um, I have committed that time, those five or 10 minutes, you know, 30 minutes to an hour, whatever you choose, that I've spent that time with God prior to going and doing the things that my flesh wants to do. The other part I can do daily is pray daily. Talk to God before I get on social media or YouTube or radio, right? Maybe you read at night, but you pray in the morning before you start your day. One way to make sure that you're getting closer to that statement that you made in your vision statement of, you know, praying daily is talk to God before you get on social media. Talk to God before you open your YouTube app. Talk to God before you turn the radio on in your car. Like, Lord, I'm committing to you that I'm not going to pick up my phone for those reasons before I've spent 10 minutes of prayer with you you know, um, start there. And that says, okay, cool. This is something that I can do every day to get a little bit closer to the things that I say I want to do and become. I hope that makes sense. It's basically you create this vision and then you want to break it down to what that's going to look like on a daily basis. We don't want to just create this great vision. Oh, I want to be this woman. And then roll around to 2025 and you like, girl, I ain't read nothing. I haven't read no scriptures. I might have been consistent for three days, the first three days of the year, but that's it, you know? And then when things get bad, I pick up my Bible and start trying to read again. No, we don't want that this year. God is calling us higher. He expects more of us. And even though he gives us grace. I feel like it's an act of love when he puts it on our heart to do something and we have to sacrifice things in order to make it happen. You got to sacrifice a little bit of sleep, you know, to follow through on that thing you said you wanted to do, but it's a sacrifice that God will honor and appreciate. So, um, yeah, vision statement. What does it look like on a daily basis? I want to encourage you to get a journal and do this. All the areas of your life that are important to you. You'll see a list of them on the worksheet um, take them and just go through, get a journal and just start writing and start writing that stuff. So you can go back and look at it. The first time I did a vision statement years ago, it was eye opening to really see what I wanted to become to like, write it down. You know, I'm a kind mom. My children love being around me. Um, my husband likes being in my company, you know, to write all those things down. And then to be like, Ooh, girl, we slipping. Okay. We slipping. We got to, We got to step it up in this area or, you know, we're not quite hitting the mark there, but it gives you something to aim toward. Finally, in order to see this stuff come to pass, in order to accomplish these goals that we're setting, we have to stop focusing on the big picture and bring it down to actually winning the day. What are the small things I can do on a daily basis that are going to add up And make me accomplish the big picture thing that I said I wanted to do. So the first thing we have to do is be intentional. If we're going to win our day, we have to be intentional. Okay, don't just expect you to wake up and be accomplishing your vision statement. Like sis, it is going to take work. But if you are intentional and you sit down and you map this out. And you make up in your mind that you want to see this woman become a real thing you know, you're going to be more excited to take steps on a daily basis because it's at the forefront of your mind. If you're just waiting on it to happen, sis, just count it not happening because you're not putting in the effort expecting it to work. The second thing we have to do is leave room for God. We can make all these plans. You heard what that scripture said. Many are the plans of the heart of the man, but God's purpose will prevail. So let's leave space for God. We make all these plans and, you know, we start working towards, but if God shifts you in a different direction, then sis, be obedient now you being lazy or you procrastinating is not God shifting you in a different direction okay I have to get myself for that because he has told me some things and I'll just oh, I'll you know I'm gonna get to it or I'm gonna do it a little bit later no We have to continue focusing on the thing we know he has called us to do. If God wants to do something different, he is God. Girl, you better let him do it. And then finally, listen to the feedback that you're already getting. What are the things that people are saying or telling you? What are the things that you have tried on several occasions, but failed. Why did you fail? You know, check out that feedback. Was it because you were being lazy or you were procrastinating or you were unprepared or you lacked the confidence to put yourself out there? What is the feedback that you have from previous attempts to change or to grow in these areas? What kind of stuff are the people closest to you telling you? Are they telling you that, um, They can't talk to you. Are they telling you that um, they don't like your attitude, that you're nasty, you're mean? What are they telling you? If you continue to hear it again and again, then sometimes then you may have to sit and evaluate what's really going on. You know, like, how can I change this? Why do I behave this way? Like always ask why, why do I do this? Why is this happening? Why does this pattern keep happening? And then God will be able to show you things that might need to change that you aren't even aware of. Or you may have the mindset of like, that's just who I am and I ain't changing. And God is like, girl, well, you cannot change and you're gonna be in the same situation for the rest of your life. You're gonna keep repeating the same test and the same cycle because you are too stubborn to evaluate yourself and figure out what you can do to make an adjustment and change. Sis, change, okay? I'm telling you to change, but I'm really telling myself to change, right? I'm pretty sure... We all have things that we can grow and improve on. So, being open and humble and willing to just, dang man, maybe I do need to work on that, <laughs> is sometimes the key. So, I just want to encourage you to listen to the feedback that you are already getting from coworkers, from the environments and the people that you are around the most. With all that being said, as we talk about, You know what, we want to do and what we're going to accomplish. We need to just remember that faith without works is dead. You can look back over your life and probably see how many times you've had faith for something, but maybe you weren't willing to put in the work to get it. You had faith that God was going to do this thing, but you didn't really want to do the healing, the work, the healing work that it required for you to truly receive that healing, right? So we have to be willing to do work. We have to be willing to get up early or stay up a little bit later if it requires or make adjustments or whatever it requires. We have to be willing to put in the work in order for us to see some things come to pass, okay? Um, I'm not trying to say that you gotta do all these things in order for God to bless you because we know that that's not true, but we also know that some work is required, sis, so this year, be intentional about it. This year, commit to being willing to do the work. It's not too late. Like y'all finna get this around the second week of December. Since you got two more weeks in December to still get it in, to still be intentional about what you want to finish and how you want to finish in this year. Okay, 2023 is not over. So execute, execute. Execute. And watch God move. So ladies, with that being said, I want you to go ahead and make sure that you register for the 2024 virtual vision board party that I'm hosting on December 22nd. I wanted to show you guys a couple of the giveaways that we're going to be doing. I found this really cute journal today with intention, a guided journal for reflection, mindfulness and self-care cute little journal. It's just super cute. It has some self-care tips. So this is one of the giveaways that we're going to be doing. I'm kind of into digital planning now. I still like to have a good physical calendar planner as well. So I'm going to be giving away two of these progress over perfection. Um, and this is a part of our giveaway. And then I have another one that says your future looks bright. It's super cute as well. So this is mine, nice and clean, kind of goes with my black and white aesthetic for the podcast I just thought it was cute, girl, so I got it, okay? So make sure that you guys go and register right now. The link is down below. I also have two more links down below, one where you can ask me a question, and then I'm gonna start a little Q&A session where you guys can submit anonymous questions about maybe things you're going through, or you just want a a different perspective on. You can count on me to be real and um, to not only say what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling, but also like, what does God say about this situation, girl? And I pray that you guys will trust that I'm gonna, give it to you like I would give it to anyone that I love and hopefully um God will be pleased with that so if you have a topic that you want me to discuss on the podcast there's a link for that too where you can go and submit topics that you guys want to talk about lastly (laughs) I know it's a lot but lastly we're going to be doing some great things together in the new year I'm planning to host weekly um, Wednesday morning prayers at 5 30 a.m. Eastern where you guys will be able to join me and my friends we already do it but I'm going to be opening it up for other women that want to pray with us Wednesday mornings at 5 30 a.m. So i um, trying to get your prayer life up girl join your sisters okay on the prayer call and uh, the prayer warriors are out here getting it okay you can join us 5 30s on Wednesdays so that's going to start up in the new year and then also I'm trying to pray and seek God about bible study once a month um and what that will look like um yeah so that's where we are i hope you guys have enjoyed this if it was useful make sure you comment down below guys if you enjoyed this please like it and please comment because that really helps the algorithm figure out that they need to show this to more people so make sure you guys like comment and if you ain't subscribed sis go on subscribe you know you want to be a part of the family okay join the Jesus tribe over here because we live in good and we just want more and more people to come and experience the goodness of God so why not be a part of it go on and make yourself a sister okay because if you if you're not I still be calling you sis okay it's okay so officially become a sister all right with that being said you guys I will talk to you in the next episode peace